sometimes Hollywood is helpful. In Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, there's sort of a famous scene, some of us. Captain Picard, captain of the Enterprise, has been captured by this lizard-like species called the Cardassians. And he's presented with the choice. He's told that the Enterprise has been destroyed and he's captured for life. And he has a choice. You do, however, have a choice. You can live out your life in misery, held here, subject to my whims. Or you can live in comfort with good food and warm clothing, women as you desire them, allowed to pursue your studies of philosophy and history. I would enjoy debating with you. You have a keen mind. It's up to you. A life of ease, of reflection and intellectual challenge. Or this. What must I do? Nothing, really. Tell me how many lights you see. How many? How many lights? This is your last chance. This is our last chance. The technocrats headed by Google and Facebook doing the same thing. There's the correct answer, then there's the answer that they want us to stay. And Google's made this official where they're holding company alphabets as they have now started to promote truth the way YouTube sees it. In other words, they've announced here are YouTube's lowercase g. Here's our lowercase g, God. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. The battle to block the pharma ads is getting better. Appreciate the uh, words on that, that you guys are hearing less of this. But there was something really funny, funny to me, and indicative of some hope. These people are not as brilliant as they think they are. They're really, really not. You know, YouTube uh, is announcing, and we'll go through this today in some vivid detail because there's a right way and a wrong way to approach this, as I see it. Um, YouTube is promoting their fact-checking, their disinformation campaigns, and they don't call it that, but their, their battle against misinformation. So smart. You know, wise in their own eyes, in other words, as we've been talking about this entire week. I can't believe how that bit of scripture fits into all of this. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Proverbs 3, verse 7. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did a show this week about a lawsuit that contends that Amazon is selling um, suicide kits to children. Sodium nitrate and a book on how to commit suicide with that and a compound 
that you swallow to help you not vomit up the sodium nitrite. And they bundle these together according to the lawsuit. So we did a whole show about this. Let's talk with someone earlier today who said where where he was listening. (laughs) Every ad was for Amazon from the programmatic ads. So number one, an update to the podcast family. Our radio partners, are, are we have shut down 50% of all the possible programmatic ads that can run. 50%. They did that because they respect you. And we may have to shut, shut it all down if stuff like that continues to leak through. But in that case, it's hilarious. You know, we're supposed to think these people are such geniuses. How would we ever fight against them? They're, they're running an ad for their company during a show that is proving Amazon is helping kids commit suicide. These people are not as brilliant as we're led to believe by the Mockingbirds. They're just like us, maybe better at math and more obsessed with money. It doesn't mean they're not dangerous because of the power they've amassed and they've been allowed to amass. And there's a lot to that. So we'll talk in detail about the so-called fact-checking and battle against disinformation on YouTube. And it's just, it's just utterly on one end, chilling, on the other end, gross. And at the core of it, it's biblical in scope. But it's also edifying that these people are so wise in their own eyes that they can't see how stupid they are in reality in application this is always an interesting discussion uh that we have with zach on friday about this walking this line between putting money you know investment money into companies that's that's for instance amazon you know, Amazon's not the worst of the companies. They're, they're, they're getting there. Selling suicide kits to kids puts them right next to Big Pharma in my mind. Right? Um, and this balance between, yeah, we have a financial system. We've been told to wisely steward our monies. I'm relieved every time we talk about this, how Zach Abraham, the chief investment officer at Bulwark Capital Management, shares that they discuss this all the time. And frankly, there are some companies they simply will not invest in, uh, period. And they'll talk with you about that, particularly companies that go straight up against biblical values. And then there's a financial system which is rigged. And we have got to be able to play within this system. I don't know how much thought BlackRock gives this. Well, actually, I do. They give no thought to it. Or Vanguard, no thought. And that's just evidenced by their balance sheets. On the other end, there is bulwark capital management. And wouldn't you know it, that stewarding money leads as well to the fruits of stewarding money, that is financial success. That focus, though, that focus doesn't change. Their focus at bulwark is risk management. In a risky environment, risk management is the thing that's going to save you. The closer you are to retirement, the more you need to get with bulwark capital management and get in a risk management environment. It's as simple as a phone call. Just call them, have a conversation, 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. If the web is easier for you, just have them get in touch with you. Go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. 
Indeed, sometimes, sometimes Hollywood is helpful. Um, listeners to the radio show way back in the day will remember that we, when the disinformation attack on Americans and the shock and awe and the confusion campaign of the Great Reset got really rolling uh, around the COVID lockdowns, so often we would, bring, we would begin our program, uh, the radio program, particularly on Mondays, by saying, number one, how's everybody doing? Check in. Text us, how are you? Number two, we would go through this. Apparently, there's a virus. It is making some people quite sick. The survival rate appears to be 98.7%. Most people are not going to die. The vast majority of people are not going to die. The vast majority of people will get this and never know they had it. There are lockdowns in place. They are selective. They are not medically oriented. If they were, they wouldn't be selective. And as time went on, we would add to that. We would add to that statement. And that was inspired by the movie The Hunger Games, where the lead character Katniss Everdeen has been through this tremendously traumatic experience of being forced to fight in these games. And she is, she's been uh, not captured, but rescued by her team. And she's hiding in this tunnel and she's, she's going back through and repeating the facts. And in therapy, it's called checking the facts. So facts, this is the work of gods. Or in reality, God. The fact of gravity. That's, that's sort of an inarguable fact. And if you want to test the thesis, go ahead and step off any high building. And unless you are given a miracle by God, you'll, you'll fall. So facts are the realm of God. The observation of facts, the discernment of what is fact versus intuition or what is something that always happens versus something that sometimes happens what are the aspects of the physical world and the biological world over which we can have either influence or control how much of what we see is dependent upon how we see it these are questions that god gives us the skepticism and he loans us the intelligence to be able to suss these things out Now, in my judgment, in my judgment, God does that because he would like us to think about him. In my judgment, he would like us to find him. This is how I view it. And so he leaves these breadcrumbs and he signs his work. I think he signs his work. But fact-making, the creation of fact is, is owned by God. Now, you can create cause and effect. They say that taxes are a fact of life. Okay, we've caused that. That's a cause and effect. But it's not a fact. Facts are immutable. They they simply don't change. They're stubborn things, facts. You put yourself underwater as a human being, eventually you will die. That's a fact. So what YouTube is doing as they advance this 
war, they would call it, on disinformation. It is not a mistake that they're aiming this at young people. And you can tell by the series of quick videos they're running uh, on their own promotion platform to draw kids into believing that YouTube is the place where you will be protected from myths and disinformation. They're, they're pointed at young kids. You can tell by the annoying music. Whoa, before you fall for emotional language, hit pause and check your emotions in case they're being manipulated. Yeah, before you assume a story's true, hit pause and check more sources to make sure the facts you're getting aren't one-sided. Hey, before you're forced into making a choice, hit pause and ask yourself if there are more options to choose from. So those are those are three 15-second spots that I've shortened and put together in that little montage. Now, already you see the holes in this, but you're an adult. And you listen to political programming and, and this show and others you read. You have life experience to observe in that the, the logical fallacies and the internal contradictions and the way in which YouTube is arguing with itself. I don't know that young people have that. But it's when you get to the details that Alphabet, which is the holding group over YouTube and, and Google, it's, it's an accounting game. It's, it's all Google. It's, it's an accounting game. The pursuit here is to be truth. And in that scene with Captain Picard and the Cardassian, I mean, you probably know that there are four lights. The Cardassian simply wants Captain Picard to say there's three. And if he says there's three, then uh, it's an open door to not a life of luxury because he's being held captive, but not a life of torture. Same conundrum. It's happening in your workplace. You will be told, you will be taken. Remember we talked about this, sometimes Hollywood is helpful, the movie Taken with, with Liam Neeson, who is, who is stubbornly ignorant. De- decidedly, stubbornly, purposely ignorant about uh, the film in which he starred, um, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That stuff, he says, oh, it has nothing to do with, with Christianity. He's a purposely, stubbornly ignorant man and a good actor. In the movie Taken, his daughter is being taken captive. He's on the phone while it's happening, and he tells her, you are going to be taken. Well, if you work in corporate America, you are going to be taken. You're going to be taken into a room, and it might be with other employees. And you're going to be presented with a choice like Picard is presented with there. There is being fired. Or there's pretending. And so what's the risk in pretending? Well, when you pretend, you're going to blur your ability to tell the truth, to discern the truth. When you engage and entertain other people's psychoses, you yourself will become crazy. There's a great book about dealing with people who have borderline personality disorders called Don't Let Their Crazy Make You Crazy. And it is this. If you become enmeshed with a person who is borderline personality and they they have borderline personality disorder and you become enmeshed and you let their emotional cycles run your emotional cycles 
And when they're being, um, when, when they're emotionally dysregulated and you join them in that, when you engage in an argument with someone who's BPD and doesn't have a personality, you yourself will be drained of personality. You yourself will be drawn into the crazy. And incidentally, if you have borderline personality disorder, I'm, I'm, I'm not calling you crazy. I'm calling the effects of that crazy. You're not crazy. You have a really tough to handle um, mental illness. And it's treatable. It is. It's, it's become far more treatable. Thankfully, not through pharma, by the way. So the danger in these rooms where we're drawn in and said, you are going to call people a woman who is not a woman. You are going to admit that you have white privilege when, in fact, you grew up poor. You grew up hard scrabble, hand to mouth, whatever cliche you'd like to use. Then you are faced with this conundrum. Do I pretend? And keep my job? Or do I tell the truth and lose my job? Well, that's something I would ask you to prayerfully consider. Um, the consequences on this, the long term consequences on this are permanent because of where the party is headed. See, the party is headed to a point where there is no God. There's just gods. There's just them. We're headed to a point, and it happens in every cultural revolution. You are in a cultural revolution. Let's fact check this like we did with um, the COVID flu. You live in the United States. Our constitution is under attack. Our institutions have been captured by people who are influenced by, if not owned by, uh, you want to call them communists? Fantastic. I call them China model fascists. Our criminals are being released purposely. Our border is being left open purposely. Our common bank accounts, our treasury is being drained, in my judgment, personally. The practice of religious faith, that is the application of it in your daily life, is being slowly etched away at. Acting upon conscience or refusing to act upon conscience is being criminalized. It is becoming illegal for doctors to say, I will not mutilate, sexually mutilate the body of a 13-year-old girl or boy. I will not. It's becoming illegal. It's becoming illegal to say, I am a baker. I will sell you any cake in my bakery, any cake. I will not write the words that you want me to write. If those words are a so-called gender change, where a person is now pretending to be a different sex, I will not write those words. I, I will not write that two men or two women are married. In my view, marriage is simply between a man and a woman. But I'll sell you any cake. I'll introduce you to cake designers who will write those words for you, but I will not be forced to speak those words. The end game is there are no gods. And the spiritual implication of that is this. You will one day be taken. You'll be brought into a room. We need you to admit that there is 
There are many ways to heaven that, that Christ Jesus is not the only one. The moment you deny that, you have denied the Savior. And if you deny him, to paraphrase the Bible, he said, I will deny you. So my father in heaven, don't know the person. The implications of this are profound. And the good news, I think, in, in this is much. First of all, we were warned about this time. This was all going to happen anyway. Number two, the people who run alphabets are not as smart as they think they are, or Amazon, or they wouldn't have filled my show the other day where we talked about the suicide kits that Amazon.com appears to be selling to children. They wouldn't have filled that, filled that with ads for Amazon.com. It's hilarious and tragic. And it makes me feel better that they're simply not as smart as they think they are. So let's get into what they're actually doing here in a second. One of the facts of life is this, that your body is unique. I was visiting with someone earlier today about the uniqueness of the human form. And we were in the gym. And so in gym, we talk a lot about, we talk about bodies, not in a disrespectful way, by the way. And she said something about everybody's feet are weird. Everybody's feet are weird. I said, do you have a thing about feet? She goes, no, I just think everybody's feet. I think she goes, I think feet are weird in that they're very unique, more unique than other parts of the human body. And that's sort of true. Our body's also unique in the way it responds to foods. It, it truly is. Your body has trigger foods you may not even be aware of. And they could be the foods that have locked that fat onto your body. For me, chewing gum. Like, and I'm not talking about sugared gum. Um, flavored waters, particularly the ice brand of flavors waters, locks fat under my body. And I can be at a thousand calorie per day deficit eating, you know, eating a thousand calories less than I burn. And I, I can't drop fat when I'm drinking that ice flavored water. Something about my body. Other people, they can drink that all day. One of the services at Soda Weight Loss, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com, S-O-T-A, stands for state of the art, by the way is that they'll help you uncover those things. See, they've been doing this long enough and doing it well enough and showing enough success from one location to seven, boom. One location in, in Dallas, Texas, people coming in all over the eastern seaboard and the, and, the, and the mid-south to go to them. Now they're nationwide. You never need to leave your home. See, they know these triggers. They'll help you uncover them as you work with the nutritionist. Therefore, your plan is going to be based upon you. So it's not about feet. It's not about exercise. Part of this is about finding the, the, the hidden triggers that have locked that fat onto your body and you can release it with the help of soda weight loss. I have family members on it, multiple podcast family members. My wife's had success with it. It's SOTAweightloss.com. Stands for state of the art because they are SOTAweightloss.com. So it's not just the tiny little cartoons that I played that's, uh, that's being run on YouTube. Uh, it's also some extended stuff. And I'll get to you <laughs> as, I, as I watch these videos. And, uh, and, and I was thinking, I wonder what I could find on YouTube. I went and pulled up some videos to see, to see if some things are still there because they're so, so serious about disinformation and misinformation. They've got a whole team that does this. And here's some of what they say they're doing. 
YouTube is an open platform, and that openness creates opportunities for people around the world to learn something new, build a business, and find community. It also enables new and diverse voices to break through every day. So with billions of people visiting us every day, whether they're looking for information about their health, wanting to catch up on the latest news, or simply hoping to learn more about the topics that interest them, we have a responsibility to increase access to good information while decreasing the bad. To make sure that we're doing that, we tackle misinformation on our platform based on what we call four R's of responsibility. We remove the most harmful content that violates our policies. We reduce recommendations of borderline content. We raise up authoritative sources for news and information. And we reward trusted creators and artists. You can learn more about how we enforce our policies in a separate video. But the bottom line is that we aim to enforce our community guidelines consistently using a combination of machine learning systems, content reviewers, and user reports to detect, review, and remove content that crosses the line. We strive to remove content that violates our policies before it's widely viewed or viewed at all. For more information about what we're doing to create a responsible platform for our community, visit the How YouTube Works website. Authoritative sources. What does that mean? What is an authority? Which authorities are right? They're not open-ended questions. There's answers to these. In trusted sources, why are they trusted? How have they proven trustworthiness? The prophet Isaiah predicted, by some counts, he predicted to the day events in the Lord Jesus' life. To the day. Um, is he an authority? He predicted so much about the Messiah. Is, is he an authority? In science, I think a lot about p-values. And the reason I do that is, I haven't mentioned this before. This sounds like name dropping, so forgive me. I've had the great pleasure uh, to become friends with the Glassman family. Coach Glassman, Greg Glassman, was the founder of CrossFit and the inventor of, of that protocol. And through a very happenstantial act of God, my friends Steve and Kimberly introduced me to Greg and, and his wife. And I've, I've developed a friendship with them. And Greg is turning his attention to fighting against junk science. And, and Greg's a scientist at heart. He comes from a scientific family, uh, truly scientific. CrossFit has worked because Greg developed a scientific approach to fitness, starting with a question, what is fitness? There had been no definition. A multi-billion dollar industry, there was no definition. Does it mean one can run fast? Well, if one can run a 100-yard dash, guess what? You're probably not going to do too well in a marathon. Does it mean that one can lift a whole bunch of weight? Okay, if so, it probably means you can't run fast. Well, but I'm a swimmer. Fantastic. How are you on dry land? Fitness was the level of fitness in a body so that it could tackle um, broad time 
and motor range activities performed at high intensity. So a whole bunch of different movements, a whole different bunch of, of times from 10 seconds to 40 minutes or an hour. He developed a thesis. He planted a flag in the ground. He said, we will develop at CrossFit athletes who can squat 500 pounds and run a five-minute mile. And people said, insane, can't be done, will never happen. Well, it's happened multiple times in competition. And he has developed the largest database in history on sports performance. Now, it's a public thing that Greg left CrossFit. I'll let him tell the story one day when, when we decide, when he decides, we, when we work it out to have him on. Uh, incidentally, I should say, since I've mentioned this, I've found the Glassman family to be unbelievably warm, warm people. And you would never know that Greg has the money that he has. It's, it's, it's so refreshing to, to gain a friendship with someone like that and to, uh, and to still see the humility and the warmth. I, I'm so, so touched. And frankly, I've, I've been fascinated with the CrossFit methodology for years. So to get to know Greg is fantastic. Here's what he's doing in science. He's focusing on P-values. The ability of science to predict an outcome. If you can predict an outcome and it comes true, then your thesis is pretty rock solid. Well, Isaiah predicted outcomes. Daniel predicted outcomes. And, and they came true. Now, that's not scientific. It's, it's, in fact, inspiration from the Lord. But authorities... Well, um, the reason that we are uh, um, law, you know, uh, limiting activity uh, for two weeks is simply to flatten the curve. If, if, if we all, if we all uh, bear into this um, in, in just simply two weeks to flatten the curve, uh, the virus uh, will be isolated and, and not be able to spread. Prediction. Outcome. Well, the the um uh, the, vi- the 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 vaccines are incredibly effective, uh, ninety five to one hundred percent effective at stopping uh, in- infection and in- in- in transmission. Authority. So, what is an authority? What is a trusted source, and how do they have a record of trustworthiness? Experts say Hillary Clinton is rolling up to a 49-state victory in the presidential race against Donald Trump. It could be the biggest presidential win since Ronald Reagan cheated against Jimmy Carter. Remember? The walls are closing in on the Trump administration. Uh, Trump will probably be leaving office before the end of the year, before the election. Outcome? Authorities, this planet will be uh, entirely underwater uh, in the next seven years. Outcome, but this is the point. There were never three lights. There were always four lights. And as the pressure campaign went on against Captain Picard, You know, it's not just you we've captured. You know, we've got some of your crew. I mean, you don't want them to be tortured, right? All we need you to do is admit there's three lights. 
All we need you to do is admit you have white privilege. And then we need you to admit men or women. And then we need you to be okay dating men if you're not a same-sex attracted man. After all, that man is a woman. You need to be okay with that. We need to see that behavior. We need to be okay with you having your kids taught that they're inexorably racist, that they were born with the original sin of whiteism. We need you to be okay with that. We need you to demonstrate that. And not just demonstrate it, we need you to, to express enthusiasm. Just that. We need you to be enthusiastic about what's going on. This is the path. This is what happens in cultural revolutions. Second parts of what Google says and what they're doing um, is it's, it's kind of more the same, but it gets worse. And then we'll just have a little fun going back and looking at some of the great p-values, the, the prediction value of some of the authorities and trusted sources. As Google's not alone in this, Facebook's done the same thing, Twitter, you know, they do the same thing. And what we need to do is be like Captain Picard and actual people, like real people, actual prisoners of war who said, nah, nah, I'm not going to say I was a spy because I wasn't. I uh, was so thrilled to learn from a friend that uh, he signed up for Bonefrog Coffee. Uh, bonefrog.us got his first arrival of coffee and in it's just as i said there's a note from tim Cruikshank, the founder and ceo of bonefrog coffee 25 year navy veteran and navy seal there's stickers to celebrate the brand and the handwritten note i <laughs> i don't know how long tim can keep up with this because now they're beginning to run television commercials in eastern washington in fact i know the guy who voiced the commercials in fact He's a dear, dear Christian brother and dear friend who's voicing these, uh, these commercials. So this company is on the precipice of a big start. And you've been part of that if you have bought the coffee, particularly if you're a subscriber at bonefrog.us. And let me tell you this. My friend also shared with me this morning. He said, I've heard you talk a lot about, you know, some people responding to the price of the coffee goes, dude, this is less than I normally spend on coffee and it's better coffee. I also had this from my friend, Kevin. I gave him the light roast, the Zen roast to Bonefrog. He wrote me a note and said, the coffee was amazing. Thank you. It was amazing, even cold. Well, that says something. Just a tasting tip on coffee. Try it hot and try it cold because the quality comes through differently when you're tasting it cold. There's available, yes, whole bean, yes, French press, yes, drip, yes, Turkish, whatever that means. I don't know what that means, but I bet it's fancy and I bet it's really delicious. And K-Cup, mm-hmm, that's available too. Our challenge this week is try it if you're not yet a subscriber. Go to bonefrog.us and try it. You'll see the God Country team on the bags. That's not going anywhere. It's always going to be there. Try it. And if you love it, consider the value proposition of this company versus Costco and make your decision as to whether you become a subscriber. Bonefrog.us. Yeah, so what is a trusted authority? That's false or misleading information um, that uses gendered tropes. So it might be, for instance, this is a big one that we tracked in the report, Kamala Harris slept her way to the top. Or it might be uh, that uh, Jacinda Ardern, another one that we found, is actually a man. So Uh, we might see... uh, Yeah, so some of the disinformation that the disinformation czar Nina Jankowitz 
had uncovered was it's disinformation that Cami Harris slept her way to the top, except it's not. She sexually serviced a man twice her age, who I think was married at the time, Willie Brown. She sexually serviced him. Were they in love? Okay, they were in love. Did he give her her first job in politics? Yes. Did that lead her to the top? Yes. Do you have reason to believe that she's not repeated that activity? Okay. Okay, she's a safe person, except she's not. Gendered tropes, such as a man is a man. That's a trusted authority right there. You just heard the voice of a trusted authority. And she's the sort of person who will, when you get taken to your corporate retreat, she's the sort of person who will be there. So what is an authority? I mean, I would think the Federal Reserve is an authority. To the person who is about to grab their car keys and go to the ATM and take out $3,000, you say what? You don't need to. Your ATM is safe. Your banks are safe. There's enough cash in the financial system, and there is an infinite amount of cash at the Federal Reserve. We will do whatever we need to do to make sure that there's enough cash in the banking system. Okay, so what is cash? What is it? Is it it's paper? Okay. There's paper. Is it value? If you provide everybody with a million dollars, is a million dollars worth anything? Nope. All of a sudden, only trillionaires are rich. You give everybody a taxpayer-provided college education. Is a college education any more elite? Nope. Nope, now everybody has one. Does it lift all boats? Nope. So what are the authorities? I would think Jerome Powell is an authority. Chair Powell, um, Mr. Carson was talking about a gray box. What's your gray box? Is there something that you wish you knew that, that would help in, in setting money private policy? Only one thing. Yeah, no, I'd go back to the same thing, really, which is what, what, did we, what did we get wrong? And that really was looking at these supply-side issues and believing that they would be resolved relatively quickly. And that, by that I mean... There was going to be there were going to be vaccinations. Everyone would get vaccinated, so the millions of people who dropped out of the labor force would come right back. Right, because it's a issue. Inflation came because people didn't get injected with the mRNA. That's a voice of authority. Runs our economy. That the voice of the authority from the Fed, infinite cash, just like there's infinite water. Well, wait, that's right. Water is a fact. Its existence came from God. Sure, we can put the molecules together and probably make water, not at scale. And what we're really doing is taking water out of the air that nature won't be able to turn into water, but okay. There's, in fact, there's a device that's sold, I think it's in Australia, that contends to be able to make water out of the air. Okay. But you're not really making anything. You're recombining molecules. Cash is not a fact. Cash is an invention. It's a word. It means whatever they say it means. Is it backed by gold? Not anymore. So what's it value? It's value. It's value as we agree it's valuable. Okay, so it's value is our emotions. Yes. That's its value. It's our emotions. That's it. Our belief in it. But facts, uh, facts, Facts are far more stubborn in relation to truth. 15 days to stop the spread. The vaccine, 95% effective. Quite impressive. Vaccines are going to succeed. There's hope. This vaccine means hope. 
It will protect you and those you love. In order to get rid of this pandemic, get vaccinated. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. With each shot, we're just a little bit closer to normal. If we do this now, we protect ourselves, our loved ones, and every other person around the globe. And get back to school and work. To get back to each other. To life. Doctors say people who've been vaccinated are unlikely to get COVID if they've received any of the three available vaccines. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a great one-and-done shot. This is the J&J vaccine that I'll be taking, so one and done. COVID breakthrough infections. We're increasingly hearing about fully vaccinated people infected with COVID. Is there any reason not to get a booster at this point? Not at all. Global leaders to consider changing the definition of being fully vaccinated to three doses. Potential fourth shot, another booster. Talk about people getting a fourth. Four, I thought we are just talking about three. A fourth shot may be needed six months after your booster. Fully vaccinated sounded so reassuring and definitive and complete. Um, and then we started talking about boosters, and now we're talking about fourth told me to get vaccinated and you told me that the viruses that was going to be protective oh now there's breakthrough cases oh well you didn't tell me about that but okay i'll get a booster shot oh now you're telling me that the booster is pretty good but i may need to get another shot again if it becomes necessary to get yet another boost then we'll just have to deal with it this is not about freedom require all employers fully vaccinated the country will be using vaccine passes as proof of being fully vaccinated and if you've had both jabs the green pass giving you access to restaurants, hotels, and gyms. A QR code is going to be required uh, for vaccine passports. Vaccine passports, the government had planned to drop them. They are going to keep them indefinitely. This is the new normal. Perfect. Do you have some idea with that? Proof of vaccination. And of course, they've all come and said it doesn't stop transmission and it doesn't stop infection, which leads us back to YouTube, who says they reward trusted voices. They help surface and promote authoritative content from the authorities. Well, who are their authorities? People who agree with them. People who help them. That's who their authorities are. What is their truth? Their truth is whatever they decide it is. And your job is to pretend as they see it. This is more from YouTube. We remove content that violates our misinformation policies. But in order to do that, we need a clear set of facts to base our policies on. But often, misinformation isn't that clear cut. It's constantly evolving, and there isn't always expert consensus. And at YouTube, we believe in openness. We want diverse voices and a broad range of perspectives to flourish including when there's disagreement and debate. So where does that leave us with potential misinformation? Do we just leave it up if we don't have all the facts? That's a good question, Anjali. So we refer to content that comes close to but doesn't quite cross the line of violating our guidelines as borderline content. And borderline content could be things like wild speculations about recent events or long-standing conspiracy theories that say things like the moon landing was fake. And obviously, we have great videos on YouTube that explain that moon landing actually happened. In 2019, we started demoting borderline content in recommendations, resulting in a 70% drop in watch time on non-subscribed recommended borderline content in the US that year. We saw a drop in watch time of borderline content coming from recommendations in other countries as well. So the next question is, how do we decide what's borderline? And that can be really tricky. And that's why we rely on external evaluators 
located around the world to provide critical input on the quality of a video. And what they're looking at is whether the content is inaccurate, misleading, or deceptive, if it's insensitive or intolerant, or whether it's harmful or has the potential to cause harm, among other things. The guidelines these evaluators use are public. You can read them for yourselves. And each review might include up to nine different evaluators. Some important areas require certified experts. For example, licensed medical doctors will provide guidance for videos about health treatments to help us limit the spread of medical misinformation. We then use the results from these reviews to score how likely it is that the video contains harmful misinformation. And any video that's classified as borderline is not proactively recommended on YouTube unless you are subscribed to that channel. Our machines learn from this and they model those reviews performed by people so we can apply this approach at scale to similar videos on YouTube. And we've been able to use these models to help us review hundreds of thousands of hours of videos every day to find and limit the spread of borderline content. But we're not done here and we'll continue to work very hard to continue to improve these systems. For more information, just days after getting their second COVID-19 vaccine, two teenage boys died in their sleep. Did they? Debbie Burks, do you have any thoughts on this as an an authority, a trusted source, and a licensed medical doctor? I want to get your take on a lot of people looking at the president now having this and all these people who have been fully vaccinated and and boosted and all that, and they're getting it. The 20% or so of Americans who've not been vaccinated might look at that doctor and say, well, why bother? Why bother? What What do you tell them? Well, if you're across the South um, and you're in the middle of this wave, what's going to save you right now is Paxlovid. But once we get through this wave during the law, you should get vaccinated and boosted because we do believe Believe. it will protect you, particularly if you're over 70. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. It will. But let's be very clear. 50% of the... Right there on YouTube. I went and searched a question. I just asked a question on YouTube. And I used the proper, not the proper, but the word they like. Do the COVID-19 vaccines protect against infection and transmission? Here are the videos that YouTube promotes. USA Today. Claim the COVID-19 vaccine doesn't stop stop virus spread, so it can't protect others. Rating false. Still there. Top of the page. Top video. In-depth, debunking the claim that vaccines don't don't prevent infection. Right there at the top of the page. YouTube recommended. Right there. Maybe the CEO of Pfizer has thoughts. Uh, and we know that um, the, three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. If any. The three doses with a the booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Okay, something that cannot be proven. You cannot prove using a p-value or anything else that this prevented hospitalization or infection because there's too many variables. Can't be done. So what are we left with? It's, it's not just COVID. We know it's the economy. We know that YouTube and Twitter and Facebook all said there is no recession. That there's no recession. 
There's a debate about what recession means. Well, there hasn't been for the past, you know, four decades, there's been no debate, but there is now. Where are we left? We're left with a question. What is truth? So it's the philosophical question debated forever and cannot be answered, except it can. The universe is ordered. The planets are not colliding. We are made up, as far as we understand, of atoms, incredibly small size. In fact, in some of the modern theory, quantum and otherwise, we are simply energy, reordered energy. That the space between our molecules is, is immense when magnified. We see it as solid, but we're a collection of energy. That's, and that's, that's in, a, in, in some views of quantum physics and outside of quantum physics. But we know this. Gravity exists. Water exists. The planets are not at war with another. Our molecules are not running into one another. We can't pass through physical objects, but gravity can. It's ordered. Night follows day. If you like, day follows night, fine. It's ordered. Human beings have the same physical characteristics. The, 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 you know, the, the honeybee has always had the ability to fly backwards. It's never not had it. It's ordered. It's not chaotic. And we are all based on information. You are based and exist because of code that never comes about at random. Useful information has never been created through a random process. So we have that. Those are facts. Those are not speculation. That's not opinion. Go find the useful information that came about through a random process. Good luck. You're going to be taken. Your kids are being taken now. They're being taken into classrooms and they're being taught to sit silently as teachers tell lies. When a baby is born, a doctor takes his best guess and says, and, and, and guesses on their boy or girl, your child from kindergarten on must be taught to raise their hand. Yes, Johnny, that's not true, teacher. Johnny, go to the principal's office. Okay. If they're in government schools at all. Because the outcome, the eventual outcome is, Johnny, is there one way to God or many? Johnny, was Jesus real or just invented by men to make them feel better? That's the outcome. When Picard had been through this process and the Cardassian kept using increased torture and threats, physical discomfort, shocking him, um, hurting him, telling him the torture never ends. All you need to do, all you need to do is pretend there's three lights. The Cardassian was aware that, the, in fact, the Enterprise hadn't been destroyed. Uh, he was aware in fact, that the Enterprise crew was there 
and the Picard was about to be rescued. Now, he knew he was at his end. The the Kardashian knew that. He was at his end. He knew that their station was going to be taken, but he wanted to break Picard because more than anything, he wanted an opportunity to be the God of Picard because it's God that makes truth. That's what he wanted. So even as he knew the Enterprise crew was coming to save Picard, he kept the pressure up. And what did Picard do? Tell me how many lights you see. How many? How many lights? This is your last chance. The guards are coming. Don't be a stubborn fool. There may be infinite cash. There is not infinite value. There are people who are white and have had unfair advantages. And there are people who are white and have had unfair disadvantages. And life is consistent in that it's unfair, except it's fair, because we all face the ultimate struggle. There is no such thing as a transgender person. does not exist. There are people who are gender confused, gender defiant, gender dysphoric, gender dysmorphic. But no one is transgender. There is a limit to how many people any economy can serve. That limit is based upon value and the ability of each person to produce within their country. There are limits. It's our job now to weigh this option. Pretend, as they're demanding, keep your comfort, and start down that behavioral kill shoot we've talked about, that that thing that they use with cattle. It could be a mile wide when they start to run the cattle into it. Cattle don't even see the fences. And then just like any funnel, it gets more and more narrow until the cows are walking single file into the kill chute. And then the humane farm... Cow walks into a holding area. It's been in hundreds of times. It's been milked or it's, it's been inspected. That's all it thinks is going to happen. And then a captive bolt gun dispatches it and it dies painlessly. This body is moved and the next cow comes in. You will be taken. Your children have been taken now. Your grandchildren have been taken now. It's our job to stand by the truth. Because pretending will become your truth. And that's why Google has and YouTube has a God called Expediency. That's its name. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please do share it with friends. Use the share button in your podcast app. Took me a bit to find mine. I use an iPhone, which I don't like, but I use. Now, please go be well, be strong. 
be kind, and remember, remember who is the author of truth.